When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right. Welcome, everybody, to the Take Human Action podcast. Uh, one of our organizers, Regina Badger, is here with us tonight. And um, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you doing, Jamie? Can't complain. So I kind of wanted to jump right into it because you had a little bit of an update for us on the uh, psychedelic decrim movement going on. You had an issue coalition that you were sponsoring, and uh, if you give us the lowdown on what's going on there. Yeah. Um, first of all, I wanted to say that I love your Hail Lobster shirt. I have that one yeah. too. It's a favorite. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's it is definitely one of my favorites. I like to wear it when we go to the work site and whatnot. <laughs> Spread the message. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so yeah. So a um, little bit of an update that's uh, exciting to me for the entheogenic plant policy, we finally heard something from Pittsburgh City Council. Um, I'm not gonna lie, they have some concerns um, that they brought up and we're addressing them, but I'm really excited that uh, Councilman Lavelle is willing to look at some hard data that we gave him as far as references in the benefits of psychedelics, looking at some clinical trials, looking at some, um, uh, you know, we gave them everything from documentaries to articles to testimonies. Um, you know, they asked for a, a pretty, a pretty thick amount of information. So just the fact that they said they are interested in the hard data and they're willing to look at it. Um, I, I feel it's a step, you know, I, I personally feel if city council would recognize what a monumental um, mo a moment this would be for them um, to sign this legislation into, into effect by the end of the year, um, I think that's great. Realistically, I unfortunately think we are going to be looking at a little longer than a year, um, but I'm just excited that they've invited us to the table. They are going to hear us out. Um, I'm really excited what this is going to do for the Libertarian Party as far as, you know, always having the message of ending the war on drugs. Um, 
so yeah, I'm just I'm just excited to hear something after thinking it was honestly like dead in the water for a while. Um, so I'm I'm really pumped. Cool. Yeah, I mean, um, while you're developing these coalitions, like, what what do you see the end goal in here? Like, maybe as a first small step, like, do you want to see it go into clinical trials? Do you want to see it, like, how do you see this moving forward? I mean, my ultimate goal would be that they just sign um, this this bill that would essentially. Uh, decriminalize and make it the lowest priority for um, like legal uh, law persecution um, for all of the entheogenic plants that we listed. Um, but honestly, if they slice that down to just allowing psilocybin, um, that's still a win. If I get, you know, one entheogenic plant, you know, decriminalized in Allegheny County, I will be over the moon. If I, if, if I hope they real you know, I hope they realize that you really can't, we've already kind of, you know, put these weird parameters around like the medical marijuana program in Pennsylvania, which is fantastic, but it has a lot of work that needs done. Um, and then, you know, my other hope is that once they sign the entheogenic plant policy um, into effect and we get into the negotiation part of what's all included in that bill, I'm really pushing for home grow. Um, that's my ultimate goal is getting people home grow because I can tell you from being involved in the psychedelic club, it's so heartbreaking when you get people coming around, they open up, they're excited to try psychedelics. And then you basically have to go, by the way, you can't actually do them because they're illegal and we can't condone any sort of, you know, selling or trading or anything like that. And it's just like so heartbreaking to like see it, you know, their realization of, you know, we're just here for education and harm reduction. Um, but I also feel like, you know, we can't, we can't talk about the opioid crisis and we can't talk about the fentanyl problem that's going on in our city and not give people the, the safest way to get the safest medicine if they're not getting it through some sort of, I mean, I would love to see even a medical psilocybin program, you know, kind of what's going on with HB um, 1561 with um, veterans and first responders. Um, but I would love for somebody to go to their doctor, get a prescription, and they go to a medical psilocybin, you know, facility and get a 30-day microdosing pack. They get, you know, educated on um, what the different dosage does, you know, kind of like what I did when I worked in um, the medical cannabis um, industry. Um, you know, that was my favorite part was sitting down and just educating people who were genuinely curious, but wanted to be responsible about it. Um, so, yeah, my ultimate goal is that they just allow all all entheogenic plants um to be decriminalized and allow for home grow or community gardens. That was the other thing that I'm hoping to include in there is community gardens. So if you're not comfortable growing your own medicine or you feel like that's just not something you're handled for, because it's it's hard from what I've read. It's it's literally, it's very, there, I mean, there's people that can't keep a succulent alive. So trying to grow marijuana or trying to grow, you know, entheogenic plants, like it's not, it's not like you can just grow tomatoes. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's an intense process from what I've read. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, that opens up and that, that contributes to the community healing part of it too. So I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping they realize like, this is an easy win. 
Like, you know, they want to guarantee some their seats. They want to guarantee some votes. Um, this is an easy win if they sign this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as, as far as it goes, it's uh, there's really a wealth of documentation of what um, psychedelics do for people that are suffering from PTSD, especially veterans and the trials that they've had coming back from war and whatnot, uh, especially with MDMA treatments and other things. So, yeah, it, it would be a great thing to just allow the ability to have people access these sorts of drugs. Yeah, by far. Um, well, I mean, we were left here a little bit. Uh, obviously, we don't really have a guess. We're just sort of riffing between organizers on this <laughs> podcast tonight. But um, one of the things that popped up this week in uh, current events that I would like to really get into is the uh, the the multi-car train in Ohio that. Uh, derailed in east palestine they have just completely evacuated this area uh from chemical spilling now (laughs) have you heard anything about this i i did i remember seeing like alerts coming up on my phone um and i was i literally i i'm so dumb that i was like where the hell is east palestine in pennsylvania like do i need to be concerned (laughs) like um but uh yeah, it's it's wild to see and it's wild to watch. Like you know it's serious when the local government is immediately evacuating and immediately putting out stuff. Like that's when you know it's an actual like problem that they probably aren't handling very well was how quickly it escalated on a public like outcry part. Not outcry, but like they were publicly saying, "Yeah, get out of here. Don't leave your homes." Like crazy. I mean, you're talking literally thousands of people being evacuated from this area. And like uh, for anybody unfamiliar with the chemical that's being spilled, it's it is a a chemical that's involved in uh, creating PVC. Uh, It's boiling point is roughly like eight degrees Fahrenheit. So this thing, it's just spewing out of the sides of these uh, these freighters and it's boiling already. And the. the way to deal with it was to light it on fire by public officials and they're they're condoning it as like a um or basically saying that it's a win it's like this is getting burned off these chemicals it's fine it's going into the air although they are extremely volatile i mean like they are known carcinogens it's a uh, vinyl chloride i believe is the name of it and it causes dizziness sleepiness headache uh risks of cancer in the liver brain lungs and blood like (laughs) it's just being spewed in the air and 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 mind you they they have they have handled this containment issue very well where like they are not allowing people in the area they're evacuating them they're making them leave their homes but it's 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 tragic because they're not even like letting them go back to get their pets to oh wow and any any rough. of the things that they need in their area Ugh. oh my god i yeah. oh my god i would be inconsolable if you told me like yeah you can't go get your cat <laughs> it's fucking brutal <laughs> but yeah. you know they're um obviously there's mitigation efforts in in place but it, it i i just find it funny because it's one of these things that uh media outlets often do where 
they are they're just trusting the narrative that's coming forth from the um you know the 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 line that was taking these chemicals and they're saying well we have it under control and then that's just the run with is that okay this whole thing is it's under control and then fox news says it's under control and then the administration's like well they're handling it yeah in reality (laughs) like (laughs) what, what the fallout from this event might be you know yeah it's a good old good old chernobyl narrative It's just, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Can you think of any other other times that the the government has uh, decided to tell you, well, it's fine. We're handling the problem. <laughs> I mean, they kind of tried doing that with COVID in the beginning, but we all saw how that that played out. But like, nothing I can think of where it was like very obviously not okay. <laughs> And everyone was just repeating the line of like, it's okay. Mm. So yeah, it's definitely not a good look. Mm. Yeah. I hope, I just hope there's not too much. Like you said, that would be such a concern to me is all that stuff. You know, it's bad. And my God, it's bad enough. Like all the plastics that, you know, so much of our lives touch and what they're finding out, like the uh, ramifications of that are just touching receipt paper. Let yeah. alone now PVC chemicals are being actively burned and breathed in. And you have to wonder like what that's going to do to like all the flora around, around the area, you know, like all the, like the trees and everything. Like you got to wonder like what that's going to do. Like, is this literally going to be a little like three mile Island type situation? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not really like, honestly, I'm not a chemist here i can't tell you exactly what happens when the stuff aerosolizes it goes into the atmosphere but i can't imagine that it's good and there's a lot of food that's grown in pennsylvania you know it's just one of those things that i feel like begs the question over time because like uh obviously we live in a time where you know cancer rates explode uh people are constantly getting sick from various diseases and like nobody ever talks about that time that the government decided to blow up 2000 nuclear devices in nevada and the fallout just landed all over the country oh i that see what you're getting out. at now like yeah <laughs> like that, oh my god that's actually terrifying the fact that i don't want to say that that's so far out of some people's minds that we don't even think about that that's wild that's terrifying actually yeah i mean you're, you're talking like a solid 40 50 years where we just blew up nuclear bombs on the other side of the country and the jet stream carried it over the lands that grow food for the entire world. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonder that there are so many medical medical anomalies going on in society today. But uh Well that's a fun tinfoil one to get into. Maybe they're questions we shouldn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I almost went tinfoil hat on my one friend um, and I had to like reel it in about just like what they're, what I feel like they're purposely doing to the food supply with the whole soy agenda and the fake milk and you know, why everybody seems to have tummy issues. And then they just were like, Oh, by the way, here's this magical, like, Oh, you're having all these, you know, stomach issues. Like we have this great new product called, you know, uh, almond milk or what's the other. um... Yeah, I think it's almond milk. Um, I don't know. I don't mess with that. I like try to literally eat only real food as much as possible. Um, but it's like, 
oh, here's this um, not real milk that one of the main ingredients is a shit ton of antacid. So you're literally drinking Tums all day. So no wonder you think it's better for you. It's just, it's like wild to backtrack that stuff and be like, oh, okay. That's why testosterone levels have been plummeting for the last decade. It's, <laughs> it's a whole like crazy but it's like no we have it under control we we know the food pyramid we know what's good for you just just wait for instruction i don't know if you like tiktok quite as much as i do but recently the things are coming up on my feed where they're uh uh the, the chickens that aren't having the eggs yeah you know? i mean i've seen that i do not i just change the feed and all of a sudden the chickens have eggs i have now, seen that yeah they they've been like stop feeding them on like the store-bought feed and basically giving them like a natural diet. And all of a sudden they're laying like 40 eggs. I did. They just did go eat. down to like a local farm and they pick up some milled feed from that local farm. And all of a sudden their chickens just produce eggs. It's yeah. strange. I don't know. It's, it's weird how these crises seem to come with these other elements of it. And, you know, I'm sure yeah, there's it, a grain of salt with it on both ends, but right, <laughs> a lot of the yeah. truth always lies in the gray area of it, but it makes right. you wonder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the same where every time they said there was a shortage coming, all of a sudden those things were going up in flames mysteriously. Like we have an egg shortage. Planes crashing. Planes crashing. <laughs> into the buildings like, and lighting them on fire. It's one of those things where I almost feel bad for people who are so numbed to it and so plugged in to the matrix that like at this point it's right in front of your face and you can't get away with anything today anymore with social media and phones and cameras on every device. So it's like, if you're still in denial or you're still rolling your eyes at these like conspiracy theories, but you have it right in your face. Like I actually envy you a little bit. I envy that you can, you know, be in such a deep state of denial and sleep at night. Bless. Yeah, it, it's probably a, a way easier way to sleep for a lot of people. <laughs> it is it, a thousand percent is it's so much it's so much easier just to stuff all that down than to deal with like reality. Well, to maybe a uh, segue into a topic of things that are right in front of your face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously, say, speaking speaking of, I know you're talking about TikTok. Speaking of uh, Chinese Communist Party <laughs> propaganda, uh, spy, propaganda and spyware. How about that balloon that just flew over most of the United States before we decided to drop it into the Atlantic with uh, the largest military budget in the world? Worst pinata ever. <laughs> it's uh, it's just so odd. I mean, like, and, and the narrative that's still coming forward from the the CCP is that it was just a weather balloon that got blown off course that happened to be rigged with explosives and a lot of cameras. I, again, <laughs> I always love to go like Alex Jones level theory. I think we knew that shit was there. I think that was like, that was like a weird test. I think that was a total distraction that of everything else going on with the eggs and with, you know, like the political stuff. I was like, that's such an obvious distraction. Um, but it's, it's still wild to think that, okay, let's go with it's not. Like, let's go with the CCP is literally seeing, like, what, how, like, how fragile the United States has become because we're so busy, like, tearing each other apart. 
that they felt bold enough to do that and how long we let it just hang out up there i'm i'm i do wonder how much of it like because uh, i i do i enjoy delving into like the way that the socio-political system is in russia and in china and a lot of there's a lot of disconnect that goes on and i i do wonder if maybe they thought that because this balloon was so high nobody would have seen it and they're just that disconnected from reality that it's 2023 and the technology is there to observe these sorts of things that wasn't there before i mean that's a fair point that they might have literally just been i mean we're we're a very dumb country it's not out of you know the question to think that they were just as dumb to like have a simple oversight like that i don't know I, it, it's just wild to me that even after everything after it's been it's been well observed that this this was it it, it was a, a spy satellite attached to a balloon that well, uh we're here's still my other <laughs> no no yeah the denial is always like the stories are always crazy or they just don't cover it like that's the one that i think annoys me the most is like they just don't cover these things um to because they know that some people only get their news like what is spoon fed to them from cnn from fox news from msnbc so if it's literally not spoon fed to them at dinner time when they're watching the news like they people have no idea like no idea i had a bigger concern with okay how we put a ridiculous amount of money into the military industrial complex correct we supposedly have okay. we we honestly <laughs> it's more scary thought of like we have no idea what we have like as the citizens we have no idea what crazy weapons that they are coming up with that we like that actually aren't leaking but my thing was how is our best countermeasure to pop the goddamn balloon in the into the air into our atmosphere like good thing that thing wasn't full of the real covid that actually killed a million people a week like they wanted us to believe save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. With the first pandemic. I mean, had that happened the way, yeah, it's that could have been a very volatile situation. I mean, you know? I remember, <laughs> I remember in school like being in school when 9-11 was happening and like the threat of anthrax like people were afraid to get their goddamn mail and you know kids pranking the uh um post offices by putting like baby powder and shit in there or you know it's like it's crazy um and it's even crazier because biden actually i think just talked about that uh he touched on that actually like they're cracking down on on that so it's like so you're talking about cracking down on you know mailing drugs through the post office which first of all if you pull that amateur move you deserve to get caught first of all <laughs> like i don't have any sympathy for that like with anything if you're dumb enough to get caught that that obviously then you deserve to get caught 
Um, but it's like, we don't know what that could have been. You know, like we, I mean, I won't get into all the conspiracy theories of where the original COVID virus, but it's like, we learned nothing from the pandemic that maybe governments, I don't know, engineer bio, you know, bioweapons and then like, I don't know, test them on people and see like, oh, that's interesting how that happened. I mean, I suppose, uh, we've never done that in the history of the United States or any governments. They, they did a bit of diligence to allow it to float across the entirety of the United States before they blew it up in the Atlantic Ocean. So should it have been a serious problem, at least it fell into the water. I don't, I don't oh, know. yeah, good. Get into the water. Kill all the fish. <laughs> kill all the marine life. Like, I know people probably hear this and think, like, we're insane. And it's like, I don't think about this all day, but it's kind of like. I don't know anything from anything and I could put that scenario together. So I promise you that I'm sorry. My cat is like trying to get involved in the podcast. Oh, you're good. Um, uh, it's like, I don't know anything from anything and I could come up with that just fun little scenario. So what do you think like actual dictators and generals are sitting there going like, Hey, <laughs> you know what we could do? Well, I, I can tell you, uh, at least in the example of Russia, um, most of them are filling, figuring out how to line their pockets with money that should otherwise be going towards body armor. And that's typically how these regimes work. I mean, they're just they're terribly sure. corrupt entities and we have no reason to fear them. And maybe we shouldn't spend four times the next nation's budget on our military. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, so the last one that I did have for you, which may not be on your radar, but it is something that um, I, I know that you have brought up in your in the past that uh, you uh, at least have a little bit of uh, of uh, things to say about it. So there is a there is a new game that came out, and I'm not sure if you know, but this Hogwarts game. <laughs> there is so much hate. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love the fact that there's so much hate, but these socialist kids are so desperate to make money off of doing nothing that they'll still stream it. And I, I mean, I always have like sometimes an issue with charities. If it's not literally from the person's pocket directly handed to the, um, you know, to the actual charity, like to that establishment, like, unless it's literally like, I'm a millionaire, I'm donating a hundred thousand dollars. Here's like our, you know, show, here's our TV check. Um, I am finding it hilarious. Cause again, I don't have TikTok, but because I use Instagram, sometimes the TikToks will come up and I've been seeing like it's how all part and parcel of the same thing. Anymore. They, them kids <laughs> are like, well, I know she's bad, but uh, if you want to watch the stream, um, you know, we don't, we don't it, like, it's funny how they could separate the art from the artist when it was convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, this is the thing that's really blowing my mind because um, I mean, maybe I am off base here and there's a very good possibility of this. I'm not right about everything all the time, some of the time, <laughs> but <laughs> the people that I grew up with that loved Harry Potter that like 
they lived in this world when I was uh, in middle school, getting into high school and whatnot, and waiting outside of a lot like a, a Barnes and Noble for the last book to come out and shit like this. Were they not the same people that were also involved in the movement that is now turning this into some sort of uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just like a like a uh, like a crusade against anybody that loves this genre. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's so odd to me. I don't know. I mean, uh, J.K. Rowling said things that I would suppose were alarmist um, four or five years ago, but to my knowledge, I don't think she had any creative license on anything that came out <laughs> to do with this <laughs> whatsoever. And there's people that are just they're getting bullied online for just wanting to i don't know be a witch and play a video game and what it's so sad <laughs> like right right like i i understand where some people who are very attached to their ideology are going to be offended by what she said um but this whole like well if i don't want it then you can't have it thing i I don't get it. It's like, if you don't want to play the game, then don't play the game. Don't like, it's just that simple. It's, it's like the same thing when like I watch people, you know, they'll literally sit on the internet and look at shit until they make themselves so crazy that they're screaming into the ether with the other people screaming into the ether on there. It's like, just keep scrolling, take it out of your feed. I literally just did a feed cleanup and it wasn't like, anything crazy it was just there were some brands and there were some you know content creators who what they're promoting does not align with my values or my morals anymore and it's not even that i don't like their products like i there's some of them that i bought products and i like them it just again it doesn't i probably won't now because it doesn't align with my morals and i don't sit there and like bash them in every post that comes up i just go okay we're done with that mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just this wild, it's just another piece of the cancel culture where it's like, well, if I can't have it or I don't want it, then everybody has to, has to get on in board with my, you know, my ideals. The, the level of vitriol behind it is the thing that's really alarming me because it's like, there's literally subreddits that exist where these people conjugate to find out who is the next person they're going to, uh, just impose their anger and will on and i mean some of these people uh, you can look at the articles they're 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 uh, a lot of them are female streamers that don't have a large following they probably make a good 20 maybe 30 grand a year off of their following several thousand people that regularly show up and they're being brought to tears by just these mobs of human beings coming in just bullying the shit out of them until they turn their stream off and it's it's just it's so counterintuitive to the way that you would think that that group would operate <laughs> yeah isn't it well it's always it's always funny to me how the love is love and hate has no home here people are the most ruthless like the most vicious like so quick to burn like these girls love to be witches but they sure do love to burn people at the stake like the catholic <laughs> church whenever you don't agree with their ideals 
And the funny thing is, I'm the only reason that I've embraced like a little bit of cancel culture in the sense of not like coming after people. I think that getting canceled is great for people because it pushes them like to reality. It pushes them towards truth seekers. Like it kind of rips the mask off of all that like communist socialist, you know, uh, like propaganda and way of thinking that a lot of those groups have like me getting canceled for re like funny enough, we were talking about your hail lobster shirt, <laughs> me getting canceled for just reading 12 rules for life by Dr. Jordan Peterson was literally one of the best things that ever happened to me. Like as much as it hurt. And I had that like knee jerk reaction. Cause at the time I still gave like getting canceled or getting like dropped by, friends who you know knew knew me for almost 10 years but then because i read a book about trying to get my life together they're like well you're satan now uh, it's... it's that whole but these are the same people that like put again in their bio like you know you're safe with me and i'm the most accepting but man as soon as you don't subscribe to their exact way of thinking or their exact opinion it's real weird how they're quick to like send people to your house i just had a situation where I can't talk about it too much because there's there's a little bit of legal stuff going on. I just had a situation where um, someone sent something to my house to be, like, vindictive and spiteful. Like, nothing like, you know, not like a bomb, like, nothing crazy like that. But not anthrax. The fact that, no, yeah, no anthrax. <laughs> no anthrax. But I just had this, this situation that I, I've talked about privately, like, with the party and stuff because it's a perfect example of, again, like, that counter what they promote about themselves like the same people that again are like oh i'm about community and love is love and it's like well you took time out of your day to like dig up my address and send me something like that's 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 still effort that you put in but that's fine because karma karma's a way better way better uh scorekeeper than i am so certainly yeah i mean uh, just think what the community is going to have to do when they have to come term to terms with the fact that, uh, you know, 80% of uh, children that think that they have some sort of gender dysphoria issue that grow up were actually gay. And when they reach adulthood, that's what it was. And but they got mutilated as children and then they take their own lives. Yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> between um, between like what happened with COVID, what we're seeing where like kids are not, you know, integrated into society, they're having speech issues between that and the, you know, gender dysphoria trend, because, and I've said this before, I do believe there is a very small amount of people who actually, you know, are born in the wrong body. Like they there's, have, there's a hundred years of, of psychological. And they, for them, and, yes. and they have, yeah. They, and they have genuinely suffered. They have genuinely 150%. suffered trying to, trying to acclimate into society while living with this, you know, same thing with, you know, every day I, I kind of joke, I'm like, I feel so bad for the LGB community because they just wanted to like marry who they love and get insurance and, you know, all these, you know, not be, you know, and, and again, like a real community that had real pain in it. And then social media came up and it's really strange to me that same, I've said this about the Me Too movement. I've said this about a lot of things online, uh, you know, including this like new, like, it's just really weird to me that it was after we locked people in their houses 
um, gave them no contact and basically, you know, injected them with fear every day of their lives um, that all of a sudden they realized that they were born in the wrong body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's by no means I'm an expert in anything that I'm saying here, but uh, it's strange that people that um, were probably already subject to a lot of depression and anxiety um, and exclusion in their lives uh, found this thing that the internet was celebrating as a very unique thing for them to hang on to. And um, well, the you explosion have an in- of it is, you is have just... instant community, an instant support system of, I mean, strangers. Like some of you have to realize it's just, it's internet strangers. So, you know, I don't know how, you know, I'm not saying that having internet friends and whatnot, you know, even just within the party, some of us haven't really met in, in person yet, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like, I don't know how much I would open up about something that deep to, to complete strangers. And that's like, again, that's like what the real sad part of it is like, there is like real pain rooted in what's going on there. It's just yeah. a shame that like, it's turned into a for-profit thing for doctors because doctors are making a ton of money off of doing these cosmetic surgeries. You know, I'm sorry, but like what it comes down to is they're cutting the breasts off these young women. And in 10 years, if they decide to detransition, they're going to make another round of money when they put their breasts back on. Yeah. And the, the wild part of it is a lot of it isn't even necessarily that people want to do it. There's compulsion that's coming down from the colleges and, and from, you know, academia in general, um, to say that, like, if you don't, like, if you don't give credit to the thing that these people may be feeling and offer this as an alternative, especially in fields of psychology, that, uh, you're in jeopardy of losing your license. I I mean, it's wild. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were people saying that, you know, they had concerns for, you know, doing it for, uh, and, and this is across the board, but they were so afraid of like the, the backlash of saying no, that they went against their better judgment as doctors and physicians and said, yes. And yeah, I mean, just, look at the hundreds of people doing that over COVID alone. I, right. And the repercussions that have come for, from yeah, that. It's, it's, you know, I really hope that like, if there are, you know, people who genuinely are suffering and they're genuinely, you know, cause I mean, there are, I do feel that again, for that small amount that are genuinely going through gender dysmorphia and now we're seeing, you know, corporate companies like offering, you know, extended insurance for, you know, um, transition surgeries for their hormones, for all that. Um, but my thing is like, again, if you want to put everybody under that umbrella, like we have to start talking about how we failed mental health in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's the problem is all these people have, do have something in common. They're all usually in pain and they're trying to get to the root of it, you know? And it's just a shame that like we have taken their pain and capitalized on it. Like that's the message I wish these people would understand. It's it's not that it's not that every person who has concerns about a 10 year old boy, um, you know, wanting to be non-binary, like that we're all like transphobic. 
Like, that's not it. Like, are there probably some people who just are genuinely transphobic in that? Of course. It's the same. You're going to get lumped in with the majority all the time unless you talk to every single person individually and get their opinion. But it's just a shame that, again, we can't just bring a little bit of common sense to the table and say, hey, maybe we're going to see serious repercussions in the population because we've been sterilizing men and women in many ways, shapes, and forms outside of the transgender movement. And what do you think that's going to do? Like, there's already people who, you know, because of how expensive it is to just survive that, like, don't feel it's right to bring children into the world. And now you're going to have the, that backlash. I mean, China's going through that right now. They're seeing their first population decrease. Like, their, I, the percentage went down. Like, they're oh, yeah. underpopulated, which is crazy to think about. But think about how populated China is, and they still saw that dip. What do you think is going to happen to the U.S. when our government is actively saying sterilize your children? Mm-hmm. Yeah, be- uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're looking at an issue and I mean, it, it's pretty well documented in the next 10 to 20 years. Uh, the, the entire CCP is going to collapse from the absence of a population to grow into the positions that exist currently, you know, you know like. <laughs> You just convinced me that we actually need to support this movement in the U.S. because if that means less socialists and communists, <laughs> I will I will bite my tongue and say, "Well, you know what, Susan? You need some extra social credit points. You need I, to you need to document on TikTok, you know, trans or uh, um, putting your uh, four year old through transition surgery. You do it, Karen. You I do would the greater good. I would say that in in large part, most of the people, just like in the United States, don't really buy on to these narratives. It is just uh, it's a loud minority that comes forward with it. I mean. Uh, I imagine most uh, people in China do not want to be under a totalitarian regime. It's just terrifying to speak out against it. And it's something that we need to make sure it doesn't happen here. Yeah, I I mean, again, I've only been kind of awake to this for the last three years. Like that was the only benefit of COVID for me is like that was a big wake up moment. Like I thankfully like and I was very close to teetering the other way with that of like waking up or going insane. I was teetering very, very close. And thank God, like literally thank God that he aligned things that happened in my life the way that they did, because I definitely would have fallen the other way and I would have fallen very hard. And it's it's like terrifying to like when you put it all together, you know, that's where they like people people wonder where these conspiracy conspiracy theorists come from it's like aren't you watching the real news like look what's happening right in front of you yeah, yeah. well welcome to the abyss <laughs> <laughs> well we were meant to make this a little bit of a shorter episode since we didn't really have anything planned with it um did you have anything to add before we go off bro- uh, broadcast uh no just you know thanks for Thanks for coming through. And I know we both kind of did this last minute, but mm. I think this went well. We covered some some topics. And uh yeah, I'll be I'll be getting ready to post more um about the entheogenic plant policy. So my only request is that if you're in Allegheny County, um please reach out to Pittsburgh City Council, reach out to your local legislators if you believe in advocating for plant medicine, if you want to see psychedelics decriminalized, because 
I, you know, the more requests they hear and the more they know that's going to guarantee them a seat, like you got to use your vote the way you, you know, use a review on Amazon. You know, if we started asking for a refund when these politicians didn't come through on their promises, the way that you asked for a refund, you know, again, from Amazon, from Starbucks, like you'd be surprised, like how quickly seats would move. Certainly. Well, we hope to hear from you soon. And um, thanks everybody here joining us. And we will see you next week, Thursday at nine. Have a good night, everybody. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.